guys and welcome back to Fika for Life. Woohoo! And today we have a special Christmas season. Yes, we do. Um, we will be talking about Christmas tradition here in Sweden. Yay! As well as talking to you about the real Christmas. Now you can see me doing my, you know, quotation marks. The real, <laughs> real Christmas. Christmas. Yes, the real Christmas. The, the real Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the, ooh, Christmas. Hmm? That was the original thought, you know, I'm... Um, Communion service, a holy mass around Christ. Around Christ. So maybe we should um, tell you guys that in Sweden we mm. celebrate Christmas and open the. What we are called? What's your name? My name is Lynn. What's uh, your name? My name is Edward. And we are here for Fika for Life. Fika for Life. If you're here the first time, yes. but we assume that you have listened to all our other episodes before you came exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> and so now you know, like. We hope that by now, like you really want to be here, yeah. you didn't just get yeah. here by accident. So. <laughs> but if you're here by accident anyway, welcome, welcome. Okay, so Don't in Sweden, like you celebrate Christmas on the twenty fourth, like in Germany too, mm, but not like in the states or in England or Australia or New Zealand or any other normal place on the earth. Normal place. <laughs> he means English speaking countries. Whatever. Okay. Um, the twenty fourth in the evening. Um, People usually gather and open their presents, if there are any presents, but most homes do actually have presents. That's because we live in the rich part of the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you guys celebrate Christmas, but here we yeah. celebrate Christmas with food, family, and presents. Yeah. That's true. Um, so, on the uh, when I moved to Sweden, um, because I come from the States, then I, I was used to celebrating Christmas on the 25th. Mm-hmm. And so the very first Christmas I was going to celebrate in Sweden, <laughs> the day before Christmas, we opened up the presents. And You're I was like, sneaky. I'm like, what are you people doing? Hello. It's not <laughs> time yet. Like I was freaking out, you know. And everyone was looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Why would you wait an extra day? <laughs> you know. Um, so that, that was like one of the things. And then because I grew up in California, in Northern California, where in, in, in the Bay Area where we didn't have a lot of snow. <laughs> so here we had like, you know. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah, and you are living yeah. in the north of Sweden, so there was definitely snow. Yeah, we had snow <laughs> every year. It was dark, but we had snow. Uh, so that was like one of the big things is that, and then you have Yulbord, which is a really special, the Christmas the Christmas, Christmas table. table. Yeah, uh, which is kind of, of it's like a buffet. Yeah, so it's like it's a lot of different things. Yeah, and then. You have all these different things, but it was like not like what I was used to. First, there was no turkey. <laughs> no, we have ham. we have ham. Big Christmas old piece ham. of pig roasted <laughs> up there on the table. Yeah, uh, and this stuff called lutefisk. Oh, we are going to have lutefisk. Are you? In, in Jonas' family, they have lutefisk actually at Christmas wow. evening and they have uh-huh. yulbord at Christmas Day. But traditionally, Ooh. I think yulbord. Okay. So the Christmas table is on the twenty fourth. Yes, it is. Um, so lutefisk, if you don't know what it's that disgusting. is, it's disgusting. It's salt. First, they take cod, take it out of the water, <laughs> and then they salt it to death, <laughs> so it's all dried up. And so then it's they, really dead. And then they rehydrate it. I think it's in sodium hydroxide. Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> like sodium hydroxide. Like you put your hand in sodium hydroxide, it, it like melts off. You get down to the bone. It's gooey. Yes, Ooh. your hand gets all like soft and like. Soapy like <laughs> you sound like you've done that before. <laughs> uh, not to myself, but maybe someone else in my lab who sabotaged my lab work. Oh you know, wow! Well, you know, you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> We're, well, you should, yeah, you should listen to the, the the forgiveness episode again. Yeah, exactly. I gotta, I gotta go back, and I was like, I think I have issues I need to work through. 
Uh, but anyway, and then they take the fish, and then you like rinse it and everything to get rid of all the dangerous chemicals that you just soaked it in. And the fish becomes sort of gelatinous, white. It tastes nothing. It's just no. It's it, just no, it does. Gooey. Okay, Lynn is lying to you. It, no, I have it a tastes very sensitive gooey. Nose. No, every time I've tried to eat lutefisk, so you have like this like white like bechamel sauce. If you know anything about cooking, it's just a white bechamel sauce. Mm-hmm. And but every time I try to put it up to my nose to eat it, <laughs> that smell of like a ro- like it's like an ammonia type of smell. It smells so horrible. I can't even get it in my mouth. I don't know how you guys prepare it, but my mother she. I don't know how she prepares it, but it doesn't. It doesn't taste anything. It's just gooey and disgusting. It's like well, snot. Well, but have you? So, so when I grew up outside of Chinatown, like when it was a wedding, we would eat like sea cucumber. Have you I ever have had sea, no. you have never seen cucumber? Okay, no. so sea cucumber. It's also like that. It's called a nudibranch, <laughs> and they live in the in the ocean, and they look like a slug. So it's a slug. It's a sea <laughs> slug, and then they take it, cook and peel it, and, and it's and the body wiggles and jiggles because it's really gelatinous. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like anything. The sauce is really good, mm-hmm. but the, the actual sea cucumber doesn't taste anything. And and actually, the taste of lutefisk is correct, like Lynn says. It doesn't taste like anything, but it's the sauce around it and everything. Yeah. It's disgusting. So it's one of the, but, one of the but, few things I, I don't eat in the world. Yeah, but, but there are Swedish people who really who like it, it. So we they, should not be just mental about their taste. <laughs> no, no. Everyone who likes lutefisk, you can eat all you want. <laughs> I've got extra lutefisk at home. So if you want some, you can take mine, you know, um, so eat it with peas. Christmas in Sweden is big on food. Yeah, big really on big food. on food. So you have things like, you have like Yule Korv. So Korv is the word for sausages. Mm-hmm. Any kind of sausage-like thing. It could be anything. It's called a Korv. So. Um, and, so, and so you have this uh, Yule Korv. And then you have... Yule Shinka. Yule Shinka. The ham. Everything, has, everything at Christmas time you eat is preceded by the word Yule. Like <laughs> so Christmas. Yule Shinka. Yule Korv. <laughs> Yule must. Yeah. Yule oh, must. Yule must is almost like Dr. Pepper. Kind of like Dr. Pepper. It but feels it's, like it. But it's it's well actually almost it's, like Coca Cola. But it's a cross between like Dr Pepper and Svagdrika. Mm-hmm. So okay, so now we're throwing all these Swedish words at you, and you're like, "What the heck are they talking about?" <laughs> uh, that's because we live in Sweden. So you know, you live here for a while, and your your language starts to absorb Swedishness into it. <laughs> um, but Yulmust uh, is a really lightly, slightly alcoholic sweet beer kind of thing but that people but used to make. It's not really alcoholic. Kids drink it too. It's yeah, but it, no, it, has a, it has a low alcohol. Like leveling you it. Must no, do- no, 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 no. Svagdrika. Yeah, yeah, Svagdrika. Yeah, yeah. But okay, then at okay. Christmas time, what they would do is so they would make it without it getting really fermented. Mm-hmm. But it would still be so you have sort of this sort of beer kind of taste. So if you think like if you think like a low alcohol content beer with Dr Pepper, you mix that together. And that's you approximately you what you must <laughs> taste like because <laughs> it, it has the malty flavor mm-hmm. like beer and stuff like that. And it's the carbonation and stuff like that. But it has a sweetness kind of like Dr. Pepper. And so uh, it's a big thing here. Like we have it at Christmas time and at Easter, Easter time. <laughs> so at Easter time, guess what it's called? Poskmust. <laughs> and then you have Poskshink. <laughs> yeah, you have Poskbud. Yeah, so you have anyway, so But anyway, that's another episode. It's, it's food and the, all the pastries, Safransbulle. Yeah. Saffron, so they make it with saffron? Is yeah, that- so saffron, okay. So now Advent in Sweden started a few weeks ago. And what happened is that at the at Swedish, in, 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 in Swedish Advent Christmas time, so we eat a lot of saffron. Go saffron crazy. So expensive. <laughs> and, and I go around and I like, so what I do is I go around to different places 
and I try to sample a saffron bulle, a saffron a bun, sample. every single day. And then I try to give a critique. You know, I try to say, okay, how, was it soft? You know, was it juicy? Was it too Ooh. overbaked? So I do stuff like that. So I become an expert. I should send in mine to you. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm pretty br- brutal. So you have to, you know, we're still friends afterwards, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. Remember the episode on forgiveness? <laughs> uh, so that, so there's a lot of saffron flavor and everything. Um, but one of the things when I lived up in northern Sweden, so we have in Sweden, we eat a lot of, of uh, flat bread and it's called hard bread, hard bread. And, oh, and so, no, you all like doppi grita. Uh, I heard about it, but okay. I don't think I've eaten it. So in Sweden, traditionally, like I don't eat pork, but back then when I first moved here, I did eat pork still. Um, and so they cook the pork, um, and so the the juice that's made from cooking the pork is saved. And then what you do is you take this hard bread. So think of like a really thin, hard cracker like hard bread kind of thing <laughs> and then what you do is you you stick it so you put it into the juice from the ham and you and you let it sit in there and it gets a little soft warm? yeah it's warm okay and then you put it into you take it out fish it out put it into your bowl and then you put a lot of butter on it with with allspice um like ground up allspice mm-hmm. it's really and that's what you have like with the yule korv so mm-hmm. this special type of sausage I, that's made at christmas time which is also cooked in the water and and that was like it was really yummy so i used to always look forward to that uh, or a special Christmas bread, which is called Yule uh, Vort. Yule Vort. Yeah, it's just bread. But that's but that's really nice bread, and it really smells Christmassy. Yeah, and I think it's really spicy, like crispy, spicy, like Christmas. In Sweden, spicy. you also have glög. <laughs> oh, glög is really yeah, nice. Yeah, spiced wine. So spiced wine in Swedish is called glög. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, glühwein in Germany, mm. but it has much lower alcohol content. Than glühwein. Uh-huh. So glug has. Wait, glühwein is like. So yeah. you're like blazed. Then. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I bring you maybe a bottle when I come back from really? Germany. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we can have it at service. We can use it as a communion wine. <laughs> glühwein. <laughs> Here we go, everyone. Why is everyone so happy today at church? You know, <laughs> glühwein. Can we get some more of that communion wine? It's better the second time around, you know. Um, yeah, so glug. No, and we and we love Jesus. And we love communion. We're just joking around, okay? So, <laughs> so all of you yeah. nerds out there, don't write in. How could you say that about the Holy Communion? No, like, no, no. Come no, no, on, no. like we we sep- we separate like fun from the real deal. Yeah, we would never really do that. In no, church. We're no, just joking. Yeah. Um, so you have glug, which is like very low content. Yeah, it doesn't usually wine. Have a it's lot really of, sweet. Yeah, it's really sweet, and you eat it with like raisins and almonds. Yeah. So you have so. a cup, and you put in your glug and raisins and almonds. Oh. And but I don't, yeah. And you need a spoon yeah. because you fish them out yeah, again. Yeah, so fish them out. <laughs> I, I don't get the and point. And you eat that but, with a yeah. with a really thin, crispy. So gingerbread here in Sweden is like ginger crisps yeah. that we have back home in the states. So it's really crispy and thin, and it's so good. Like I, I that's what I love about Christmas. <laughs> I like stuff myself. And, and being African American, so I look like a gingerbread cookie man anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like gingerbread all over. I'm like, come, I'm already stuffed with Philly, you know. So I guess if a Jurassic Park dinosaur would eat me, I guess he would. Oh, Christmas dinner! <laughs> Christmas uh, dinner. Mm. But but anyway, so so what happens on the 24th is that uh, usually people celebrate with their family, so you're not really inviting a lot of friends over. No, that was it's different. Your family thing. Yeah, it's like a it's like a real family day. Yeah. Um, but at three o'clock <laughs> on the twenty fourth, crazy, the whole country <laughs> is watching one TV program. It is the it is a a, a sort of a a collage of a bunch of old Disney, Disney films yeah. and stuff like that uh, around Christmas time. And so you're watching you're watching Donald Duck 
and you're watching Mickey Mouse and Goofy. And I never got and, that. And, I and, never got that when and, I and, came and, to Sweden. And this, and this is really seriously, like, like serious. Like, Everyone you could be all together. over in Sweden, and people are out. Three o'clock is dead. Like, there's no <laughs> one on the streets. Like, you could bleed to death on the street, and I don't even think the ambulance would come and pick you up until <laughs> after Kalyanka. Kalyanka is the Swedish word for, for, Donald, for Duck. Donald Duck. Uh, and everyone, and this is like a big thing. So, like, one, the first year, my wife was really <laughs> upset with me because I didn't, I didn't know what's happening at three o'clock, and they're all like, you know, Swedish eyes, and so they're. And at three o'clock, I'm like in the kitchen making food. She's like, "Why did she like, come?" She's like, "I can't believe you're destroying Christmas." I'm like, "What? <laughs> did I kill Santa Claus? What, what happened?" She's like, "She's like, Ed, you're supposed to be here at three o'clock. Come uh, on the TV." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And everyone, like my my in laws, <laughs> the kids, the neighbors, you know, the police, the criminals, everyone's watching Donald Duck on TV. And it's just a, and it's like kind of the same program every year. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, but it's a Christmas but it's a tradition. It's a, it's a tradition, Christmas yeah. tradition. So if you if you're gonna live in Sweden and you're gonna be here at Christmas time, three o'clock on the twenty fourth, it's sacrilegious to do anything else than watch <laughs> Donald Duck. So you, you go and watch Donald Duck. If, a, if you can ha- eat Swedish um, Christmas dinner with a Swedish family, you'll you'll see. Then if different families do different things, some families sing, some families will read like the Christmas uh, story gospel, for Luke yeah. and the gospel and Luke and stuff. Um, but um, but it's it's kind of. It's kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cozy, you know, and when you go outside because it's so dark here and everyone's got like the lights in the window yeah. and the lights around their house and there's a snow and it's, it, I mean, it, it's, it's cozy. It's yeah, a nice season. It is nice. It is really, it's like a Norman Rockwell picture. If you know anything about Norman Rockwell, he painted these idealized pictures of everyday life and that's what it's like here. On Christmas. On Christmas only. <laughs> but I think every year they also have a lot of advertisement on TV like um, about the liquor store because in Sweden the liquor <laughs> store is um, yeah. owned by the government. Yeah, so it's a they, monopoly. <laughs> but they, they do have, that's actually a good thing, they do have like advertisement on you shouldn't drink while our kids are home and parents yeah. shouldn't like overdo it during Christmas. Because and they do. Because a lot of people do it. It's really sad. Yeah. And the kids get really... Scared and traumatized yeah. by their parents being really drunk. Yeah. yeah, it's actually really sad because every holiday in Sweden. So holidays in Sweden are often celebrated by getting drunk. totally <laughs> drunk out of your head, like blazed. You know, like Whoa! and and then Christmas time it's really bad because, like Lynn was saying, this is really a time for families, and it's such a horrible association that your family time is centered around people just getting drunk and being unhappy and miserable, and uh, it's not fun. And I mean, the, um, this thing where I got to know that on the 25th, most people, younger people go out and party. And I'm like, yes, what? Do. But it's Christmas. How, yeah, how it's really are you, weird. why are you going out to party? Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah, it's like a big party night. I mean, the, the bars, everything is totally full open, on the 25th. Yeah. So it's, I don't um, know, it's strange for me. Yeah. And it's a, I like, um, the 24th is only half a day, but it's not a public holiday, actually. The 25th is a public holiday and the 26th. Really? Yeah. The 24th. But no one works on the twenty fourth. Yes, people do. It's not very, not very many people. <sighs> it's because you work in a church or whatever. But <laughs> I know a lot of people. Um, like officially, it's not a public holiday, but a lot of yeah, um, state governments work half the day. Yeah, and this that's year, that's and this year, true. people probably won't work because it's on a Monday, and Christmas yeah. or the twenty fifth is on a Tuesday, and there's yeah. Sunday before that, so yeah, it doesn't people, really make sense to work on yeah. that Monday. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Well, wow, that was really complicated. 
Oh, I better take some pills. So <laughs> we talked about food, about food. family, and now we got to talk about the presents. Yeah. Well, I was going to say thing. that, that uh, most people go to church. So. Oh, so, yeah, that's strange. Yeah. So, that, so what happens is that on the 24th, a lot of churches will have something centered around the manger scene or something mm-hmm. um, um, before, like in the morning time, so people can get their Christmas on. But then on the 25th, so what happens is the 24th, you have that, then you usually have like a midnight service. So every town will have a midnight service somewhere, mm-hmm. a midnight communion service. Really beautiful. That's one of the things like whether you're a believer or not, it doesn't matter. It's just a beautiful thing, beautiful singing. It's just it's it's one of those and things. People that people do it, come. Yeah, it's packed. Like this is a really secularized society. So there's like three <laughs> people who come to church, but then on on the midnight mass for at Christmas it's time, full. It's like if you get there in time, there's no place to sit. Yeah, so you got to come at least a half an hour to an hour early to have a place to sit. That's like amazing, but it's beautiful. Um, it's really nice. And then at seven o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day, it's called Yulota. And then and there's a really super early in the morning Christmas service. Why do people go there? Uh, but it's packed. <laughs> it's really full. Like kids, parents. I mean, I, I've I've led them myself when I've worked as a priest, and and it was packed, packed. Wow. And it was it was, but it was really nice. It was early morning. Then you have breakfast after the service. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. So it was really it was a really a good time for fellowship. And then people talked a little bit about what they did on the 24th and stuff like that. And I think it's really good. And especially, the kids talk about that present. <laughs> they talk about, oh, my dad got drunk and vomited on my present. No, no they, well, sometimes. Hopefully but, not. You know. um, and then, the, and, and like here, so like in most places that celebrate Christmas, there's a Christmas tree, Christmas light, and then there's the presents under the tree. Mm-hmm. Hysteria. Yeah, I think people get too excited about all the presents and stuff. And, they, and I don't know, there's still a big belief in. Uh, Santa Claus <laughs> here in Sweden, Yultomte uh, yes. and yes, Tomta, like oh. elves. Yeah, is it called <laughs> elves or how? Is yeah, it like called? so you have Santa Claus and he's got like his red suit, and then you have a whole bunch of like small, <laughs> tiny little demon things called Tomta. Dwarfs. Yeah, they're, they're like there's something. They're like so we have these really strange words for in Sweden for imaginary things like Pislingar. So people used to believe there were spirits and small people in the forest and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and Tomta was one of those. And and so you'll Tomta is like big human size. And the other ones are like really tiny, like small. the size of your thumb. And usually <laughs> you had to put stuff out, like food yeah. or stuff, so yeah, they, they wouldn't get angry. Yeah, because they were like really vicious. And, and so people decorate their houses with all kinds of Tomta, with these small Christmas, like Santa Claus leak the similar figures that are all like all over the place and stuff like that. And so... Um, Why don't people get just like stick to angels and stuff? Why do they have to do Tomter and else? I don't know. I just and, and so in Sweden, if you come here, you will never see a nativity scene publicly. So those have been removed because we're separate. The church and the state are separated. Um, what scene? So, huh? A nativity scene. So a kruba. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So yul yul kruba yul. You hear that well, a lot in the church? You do. <laughs> No, not every church has one though. Really? Yeah, yeah it's not even in, in, in churches and stuff. So it's it's kind of really weird. Um, but um, but really, when we're talking about Christmas. We're actually talking talking about celebrating what's a, a really technical religious word, which is called incarnation. And what it means is that the Son of God took on humanity and was born as a little baby. And Christmas time was actually the celebration of the birth of Jesus the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth, who is a central figure for Christianity, um, and that we're celebrating his birth, even though 
the fact that Jesus was born was not born day. on the twenty fifth. <laughs> like, like everyone knows, Jesus was not born on the twenty fifth of December. So Wasn't he? No, I. So it's I not Jesus' birthday. No, it's not his birthday. It's the day we celebrate his birthday, but it's okay. not exactly his birthday. Um, and, and Ed is really accurate about it, and he gets really upset also with the three. Wise men, or maybe uh, it wasn't three wise men, it was maybe more wise men. We don't know how many wise men. Why do people say there's no historical evidence that it was three wise men and one was black and one was Asian and one was white? Who came up with that crazy stuff? Oh my gosh. That's like, I'm like, yeah, just throw some myth in there. Let's just like mess it all they up. They wanted to be politically correct to, yeah. to include everyone. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you hear me. You can hear the frustration in my voice. Like, oh, okay, so what, what should we celebrate? What, what historically should we celebrate on Christmas? Okay, so what we're celebrating is the Jewish Messiah. And this is really weird. Like, Do you have to be a Jew? No, you don't have to be a Jew. Okay. So, uh, but, we are, but we are celebrating, I mean, in, in, <laughs> in actuality, we're celebrating a very Jewish thing. We're celebrating the fact that when you read through the Hebrew scriptures, what we call the Old Testament, there's a whole bunch of prophecies about God sending the Messiah, a Savior. And when you and when you read those prophecies, they give you indications about where someone's going to be born, how would we find the signs, how we, how would we know who the Messiah was? And so, in this totally totally Hebraic, you know, Jewish Hebraic context, here's this, the Jewish Messiah, and the Jewish Messiah is born in this world as a little baby. And that's what we're celebrating. So that's why we have the nativity scenes. All the nativity scenes, all the little scenes with the little shack and the little baby Jesus. You got angels. You got, I don't know, elephants and horses and dogs, like the whole zoo. Comes elephants? Out. Okay. Not okay. Elephants, okay. <laughs> Maybe in some countries they have elephants. But no, but I mean, they have like the, the dog and the, you have the sheep and you have the goats and you have the cows and the donkey. Um, so you have these animals that are there because... Jesus was born in a manger. He was born in, in a place where people took care of animals. Um, and that's what we're celebrating. So that's why some of the things that we have, it's just unfortunate, from my perspective, it's unfortunate that it's mixed in with so, many, so much paganism um, because that's really sad because it's hard to know what is the historical content and then what's the other wacky stuff that's been added to it. But So you think we should get rid of our Christmas tree? Oh my gosh, why do we ask you such questions? What I'm, being you rec- know? I'm being recorded. People might know <laughs> about your about my strange I- ideas. No, I mean you um, can't just give like an okay. I'll, um, yeah, so we get a, sh- on... a short list of the paganism in Christmas. Okay, okay. And we are not recommending or or yeah. discouraging people doing do what you want. Yeah, do what you want. In the privacy of your own home. Just don't do it in mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so what are the what are the things that are, that have nothing to do with the Christmas story as told in the Gospels in Matthew and Luke, um, Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. If you're reading the accounts, there was no Christmas tree with little balls on it and lights, <laughs> and there were no presents under a tree, and Jesus was like, where's my present? And he's like shaking the box, going like, that's not a good one. I take that back. I want a bigger one. What you about know? a palm tree instead? <laughs> no, probably not even a palm tree. I mean... Was desert all over the place? No, no, probably wasn't that much desert back then, actually. But okay, it doesn't matter. Um, Not a Christmas tree in the traditional meaning that we have now. Yeah, so in the Christmas story, the actual Christmas story, there is no Christmas tree. There is no Santa Claus. You have Tompton, (laughs) Father Christmas, St. Nicholas. They're not there, okay? Uh, (laughs) Maybe they were one of the wise men. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe the wise man. <laughs> that would be that would be really. Wouldn't it be funny? Someone there's a letter being way, being just ready to be discovered that someone finds and says, "Oh my gosh, Santa Claus was there." I'll have to eat my words. <laughs> But you know, in Germany, people. Look, on one hand, you have uh, Santa Claus, mm. but on the other hand, people also say that the the Jesus, like Christkind, uh. is coming with the presents. Did you know really? that? Yeah. So that people think that Jesus is coming. Jesus, with the baby, is coming. the baby Jesus, baby Jesus is coming with the presents. Did you know that? He was he was a bodybuilder. <laughs> he like <laughs> got this big old bag. He's like, ah, you know, I just got bored, but here's a present. No, for you. he's not replacing how Santa Claus is doing it. He's uh -huh. he's just. Wait, so you get a present from Santa Claus and a present from... from no, it depends on the family. Some families oh. celebrate it, it's Santa Claus, and some families say, no, it's the oh, it's oh, baby so you Jesus. have a choice. That's so German. Oh, oh my gosh. I can choose. I really remember when I was a kid in kindergarten, and someone t turned up as Santa Claus. I couldn't like believe that this person was Santa Claus or whatever. I, oh. I never could buy the idea of someone bringing presents like that. I don't know why. But if someone showed up as like a baby Jesus, would you say, oh, but that, I can believe in that. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think people um, feel that you shouldn't take away that lie from your kids. Like they think it's yeah. cozy. Like, oh, mm. but they believe in Santa Claus and that's mm, sweet. That's and nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, Edward has a personal uh, connection to this. <laughs> so... I didn't celebrate Christmas when I got married to my wife, and my wife is from Sweden, and Christmas was really important because I love my wife, and she looks at me with those little blue eyes and that curly blonde hair, <laughs> and I go, oh, okay, fine, we'll, we'll celebrate Christmas if you want, you know, <laughs> and so we had to buy presents, and for a couple of years, we bought a tree, but I've convinced her now not to have a tree, so we, we threw away our, our, our fake tree, we haven't bought a real tree for a long time. And then we're selling our tree stands. So if you want to buy a Christmas tree foot thing, it's really good. You know, just let me know. Um, but um, uh, which is really kind of a, a big thing because Christmas was like a really big deal. That's like her favorite time of the year. And she's really happy. A lot of people really like Christmas time in Sweden. So what um, besides the Christmas tree and Santa Claus? Well, the presents. Present. Well, some people say the presents because the wise men gave Jesus a present. But since the wise men... Came, came to later. Jesus when he was probably like somewhere around two years old. Um, he definitely was not. Oh, like newborn. my daughter now. Yeah, like like Numi. <laughs> Numi is the same age as Jesus when the wise men came. Wow. And, and that's because Jesus was. So this is the historical record. Jesus was circumcised on the eighth day, and he and the sacrifice that's required for the firstborn male is a is a sheep. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lamb actually, not a sheep, but a lamb. But if you were poor then God allowed you to bring the sacrifice of two doves. Yeah. And when Joseph and Mary go to the temple, they bring the sacrifice of a dove, indicating they were poor. Since the Bible says they were also righteous, they were really like God-fearing people, so they wouldn't have lied. So it meant that the frankincense and the mirror and the gold that the wise men were supposed to bring to them would have made them rich. And they would have had, they could have afforded a better sacrifice. But because they had the low, that, that poor person's sacrifice, they probably didn't have very much money. Mm -hmm. And that meant that the wise men hadn't come, which is why Herod would try to kill baby boys who were like around the age of two, because that would make sense. I thought he wanted to later. kill all the babies that are two and below. Yeah, two and below. Because, I mean, he's he's trying to guess at how long it would take for them to get there to see Jesus and come back. And 
So the time when they would be there to see Jesus, Jesus would have been born oh, yeah. a lot earlier. There were no cars back then. So yeah. they had to like, go and by was, camel. There was no bullet train. <laughs> <laughs> there was, then you couldn't like Instagram it or Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, woo! Being Selfie, me and baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then Harry would be like, okay, he's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, now we know where he's at. Go get him, boys. No, so... Um, so, yeah, so I think sometimes the nativity scenes are just stylized historically wrong. doesn't make any sense to me. But it's so cozy. I know. It looks really great <laughs> when you got three people representing the three races, if you believe in races, which they don't even exist. But anyway, uh, that's another uh, podcast. Uh, uh, that's another podcast. <laughs> it's very <Sorry>. political here. <laughs> uh, but if you, but, but, but I just, I understand the picture that it's presenting is just not an accurate picture. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so those are the kind of what, things. So, but what what do you think we should do during Christmas? Wow. You know what? If, if we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus, mm-hmm. let's celebrate the birth of Jesus. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that like you have to believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior or anything. But that would be good. <laughs> but if that's like a day has a purpose, yeah. And if that day has a purpose, so it would be the same thing as the Swedish National Day. And instead of celebrating the Sweden, I go nah. Let's talk about football in the United States. It kind of <laughs> defeats the purpose of the day. Yeah. And so if a day has a purpose, then let the purpose of the day permeate the day. And so all I'm saying is that if, if we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus, then let's celebrate the birth of Jesus. And let's like read the, like, read the story so that people know what it is they're supposed to be celebrating. Why? Um, maybe like go to church or something, or at least like, okay. Is it a service? No, but like, no, but like, like. Maybe at home you could just read it with your kids, read it with your family. You guys, read the story, act it out. Mm-hmm. Act it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe sing some of the traditional Christmas songs. Uh, maybe, maybe instead of just including just your immediate family, if you know people who are alone, like your we have neighbors. students who exchange students who are here and they don't have any family here. Maybe your neighbors. Maybe people have had a really rough time or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe consider inviting someone to to celebrate. Like uh, you, Christmas, you I know. think you don't even have to like invite them the whole day, but maybe part yeah, of just, your day, yeah. like in the evening or yeah, having they dinner have to together. Fika, <gasps> they can invite them for like Christmas fika or something. The evening or something, yeah. like just to celebrate it with other people and just because it's a time of the year. This is about like in the states, and I know here in Sweden, a lot of people are just alone. Mm. And here's all these people around you celebrating this thing with family and stuff, but you don't have anyone to celebrate that with, and it just produ- produces this extreme sense of loneliness and that doesn't seem to be like the christmas thing oh you know what time is always riding out on us but you know what tomorrow tomorrow's yes. we are going to get back to you already with a christmas another christmas special yes because christmas is such a big topic and we have to take a couple of days to do this so. <laughs> yes guys so if you have any comments or questions you know as always you yes. go to our website and mail us but hear you already tomorrow So thank you for listening. Yes, please tune in tomorrow and we'll see you. Have a great day. Remember, Fika for life. Fika for life. Like us. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again.